People didn't know about it. And this was on account of my respecting the month of Ramadan. That when my son came out, he was a high worshipper, I was a high worshipper, but I respected the month of Ramadan. On account of that respect of the month of Ramadan, Allah blessed me with Iman before I left. So, mashallah, this respect for Ramadan, even if it is just in this manner that a person mentally is thinking that just for one month I need to stop, that too, this much that it is respect for the month of Ramadan in itself is a very great thing. But it should be stopped there. The object of the month of Ramadan, which Allah Ta'ala describes in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, which decided, which mashallah in the month of Ramadan we hear over and over again. Even the Mah Hafiz and Hafiz of this ayat, that Ya Yuhalladina Amu Kutiba Alaikum Musayyamu Kama Kutiba Alaikum Kabrikum Kaamalakum Kutakun. Allah Ta'ala says, Though you who believe this fasting has been prescribed upon you, as it was prescribed upon those before you, la'allakum taqtaqoon. So that you acquire taqwa. This acquiring taqwa, what is this taqwa all about? This is the object, this is what Allah Ta'ala gave us the month of Ramadan. MashaAllah is the bonus of the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala multiplies the rewards of good deeds. Allah Ta'ala increases the risk of the mu'min. Allah Ta'ala shows down his mafirat and forgiveness. Allah Ta'ala brings in a night better than a thousand months. Laylatul Qadr, Khayrun bin al Kishahan. All this is the bonus of the month of Ramadan. But there is an object, there is a purpose for having granted us this month. And that is la'allakum tattaqoon. Supposing a person wanted to build a window, and the purpose of the window was to bring in fresh air. So he built the window, obviously there's going to be light also that's going to come in. It's going to be the, maybe he will hear the azan, perhaps before that the azan wasn't audible. So he'll hear the azan also. He might hear the birds chirping outside. But his primary reason for building that window was to bring in the fresh air. But somehow the angle in which the window was built, the air is not coming. Some light is coming, whatever the case is. He can hear the sounds, but the fresh air is not coming. Somehow something is blocking it. So you see, well, whatever, all the fringe benefits came, but the object of the window didn't come. Person went to school, his object is to pass in those subjects that he's studying. He comes home at the end of the year, and the father wants to know what happened, so he takes out a certificate to say that he was the best, gave the best speech in school. Ashallah, then he gave a good speech, but where's your report? He takes out another certificate to say that he contributed very much to the life of the school. He was very helpful. Father says, very good, mashallah, but where's your report? But eventually he takes the report out after showing that the half a dozen other certificates of this nature. And then he brings out the report which is ringed in red. Father says, all of these certificates are misplaced, but you didn't bring any of this, but you brought a report that says you said you passed. That will have been to me. With that, all these other things add a lot of value. So likewise, in the month of Ramadan, Alhamdulillah, here in this case, everything adds value. But nevertheless, the report card at the end of the month of Ramadan will show that we passed in taqwa. We passed in achieving this consciousness of Allah. <coughs> this is what the report card should show. That this reality that Allah Ta'ala is watching all the time, Allah Ta'ala is aware, Allah knows the deception of the eye 
and what the heart conceals. This consciousness of Allah, this is what taqwa is all about. This consciousness which then stops a person from the disobedience of Allah. Umar is traveling in the desert and he comes past a shepherd who is going along with his flock of sheep or goats and he asks him that can we have some milk? <coughs> which was a normal thing. The travelers would ask the shepherds for some milk and the shepherds had the authority to give some milk to the passers-by. This was Arab hospitality. So he asked for some milk accordingly. That person said that look, I am a shepherd but my master hasn't given me permission to give anybody milk. So I can't give you any milk. Umar was very happy with this reply, but decided to just test this person, how much water is in? MashaAllah, the reply is excellent, but is he really true to his word? He decided to test him. So he says to him, look, I have an idea, I've got a proposal for you. I will buy my boat from you. You keep the money, and I will have the boat. On my travel, on my journey, wherever I need to have the boat, I'll have the benefit of the boat. You'll have the money. You pocket the money. So the money is yours. And then when you go home, when you go back at the evening, your master wants to know what happened to one gold. One came less. You went with 100, you came back to 99. Just the one. So then you just say simply that the old came and ate one You see, something happens from time to time. It's not something strange. People will believe you. Over the last hour, is testing him is to see what is his mindset, what is in his heart. Now this is a shepherd, person who is not very learned, person who doesn't have the opportunity because he's not in the city, doesn't have the opportunity to constantly be listening to Messiah and advice. He's out in the wilderness, but his level of Imam is being tested now. And when this proposal is being put to him, like we from time to time get some propositions, all kinds of propositions, all kinds of proposals, some things which promise to make us a million in a minute, but all the elements of haram in it, there's some deception involved, there's so many things happening. There are the propositions towards all kinds of sin and vice, there are the proposals towards haram, towards zina, towards gambling, and every other sin and vice. So, like we are tested, this person was being tested now. And when he hears this proposal, he hears this proposition being put to him, his immediate response, he repeatedly starts saying, Fa'ain Allah, Fa'ain Allah. That you're telling me pocket the money? You are telling me to take it and keep it for myself and tell my master when wolf came and devoured the sheep? Is Allah not watching? Is Allah not aware? Is Allah not going to take me to task for this? Can I escape Allah? Fa'in Allah. So this was the level of iman of the shepherd which is the lesson of the thought. And this month of Ramadan comes to recharge this battery of taqwa and to create this Fa'in Allah in our hearts. And when we are tempted, nafs and shaitan won't leave anybody. And at every juncture there will be some other Temptation that will keep getting whispered in the heart. Person will step out on the street and there will be some temptation to look in the wrong direction, to cast some lustful glances, 
he'll touch his phone and he'll be tempted to press the wrong buttons. He'll be sitting in front of his computer and his laptop and Allah forbid me he'll get washed away. Where the temptations will come to get washed away. And he'll be in his business, he'll be tested in so many different ways. He'll be in some family function and all the intermingling and whatever else will be happening and he'll be tested whether he will even attend that or stay away. He'll be tested in so many different ways. And when these temptations come, that is the time when his heart is supposed to be shouting out, Fa'ain Allah! Fa'ain Allah! Where is Allah? Am I thinking I'll get away? Am I thinking just do this now? Who's watching? Am I thinking the doors are closed, the windows are closed, and the curtains are drawn? So what can I be bothered about? I'm in a faraway place in another part of the world. Who knows me here? I'm a stranger to everybody. But at that time, when Shaitan comes with all these thoughts, that the heart is to call out, Ain Allah! Ain Allah! Allah is watching. Allah is ever present. Allah is all knowing. Allah knows what's going through my heart and mind. Let me know what my eyes are looking at, what my hands are touching. What my eyes are looking at and what my hands are touching, that is a faraway thing. Allah knows what is in my heart and mind. Now, when this Fa'in Allah has been created in our hearts, then Taqwa has been achieved. Then this Taqwa will guide a person to every step of life. Then if it is a time of Hajar Salah, then the same Fa'in Allah, Allah is called. I have to answer the call of my Rabb. And likewise, Duhar Hasan Maghrib Isha. It won't be that the day of Eid comes and it is like Ramadan hadn't been around. So why this happens often? is that mashallah we took advantage of the Mubarak month in terms of ibadat, which is an excellent thing. And the more we can do the better. The Mubarak month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala Himself has given us this bonus that every fart is multiplied 70 times. Every nafil is multiplied to the reward of one fart. And this is no small thing. Just to understand what this really means. Like a person, for example, 50 years of his life, He's been performing the Hajjid Salah every night for maybe two, three hours. What a great ibadah. And especially in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, we should never let this opportunity go by. We are awake at the time of Sahri, and this is the time of the Hajjid, and this is a special time. Allah Ta'ala Himself calls out in the last one third of every night. Allah Ta'ala Himself calls out, Is there anybody seeking forgiveness? I may forgive him. Is there anybody seeking sustenance and a granted to him? Allah Ta'ala is asking. Anybody in some problem I may give him relief from it. But at that time we are not asking. At that time we are involved in something else. We are fast asleep or we are just too busy with our study and do it back to bed. This is a golden opportunity to take full advantage of MashaAllah in the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Everybody wakes up for study. Wake up a little bit earlier. 15-20 minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier, perform two rakats, make some dua, beg Allah beg for ourselves, for our families, and see the effect of the duas of the Hajjah. So, this is something Allah has given us. So any person has performed the Hajjah for 50 years of his life. MashaAllah, what can we imagine what he really wanted to do? But the 50 years of the Hajjah, that is not equivalent to the reward of one part of Fajr. The Fajr is Nafil is Nafil. And in this Mubarak month, for 
every nafil negating the reward of one heart. Every subhanallah the reward of one heart. Now what a great tragedy it would be if we don't take this maximum benefit. We don't maximize the benefit of this Mubarak life. So this is something we should be doing in earnest. Maximizing and Nabi Islam asked us to do four things excessively. Reciting la ilaha illallah, making istighfar, astaghfirullah, rabbiqfir warham, wa anta khayrul rahimin. Any other formula of istighfar, asking Allah that of Jannah, seeking refuge from Jannah. These are aspects that we can be doing even while walking, while driving, while engaging our work. And then tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, the month of Ramadan is the month of the Qur'an. We should be trying to make the maximum amount of tilawat and nawafil salah. But with all that, we should not lose sight of the object of Ramadan. That the object of Ramadan is to acquire taqwa. And for that, the first step is sincere tawbah. So many days of Ramadan have gone by. Have we yet made sincere tawbah? Have we repented to Allah Ta'ala? Ya Allah, whatever mistakes I've made, whatever wrong I've committed, I'm sincerely repenting. I regret what I've done. I am firmly resolving never to commit this again. That is the first step to taqwa. That a person makes sincere taqwa. And then he stops immediately. Sometimes the intention is to stop for the month of Ramadan. That is not the right intention. But nevertheless, if that is the intention for now, if that is the genuine intention to, inshallah, that will become the stepping stone to giving up forever. But let us make that effort now to stop immediately from all the things Allah has displeased us. And if that is done generally in the month of Ramadan, as the days pass, we should try to now move the intention further. Allah's grace and mercy, Allah bless me with this month. Allah bless me with the topic of Toba. Am I going to wait for the month of Ramadan to pass and dive headlong into what displeases Allah? So inshallah, with the birth of Ramadan, our life will come on track. So this is that Mubarak month that Allah has blessed us as a great bonus, as a great gift. We have no idea whether we will see this month out. Whatever chances we have, this is the time. Now is the time. The time of Toba is not even after the month. The time of Toba is right now as we are sitting in our hearts to link ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. And this is the call about this, this relationship with our Allah. That there is a relationship with Allah Ta'ala. It is not just a formal, like an employer-employee. You do your job, you get your pay, you go home. No, this is a relationship. Like a person has a relationship with a very warm relationship with his parents, with somebody he is very close to. The spouse has a very close relationship with the spouse. And this is not a formal thing. The bottom line of the relationship is one goes out of his way to please the one whom he loves. How can I earn the pleasure of the beloved? That is the bottom line. And he goes out of his way to please his beloved. Who can be more beloved than Allah? Allah Ta'ala who created us, who is nourishing us, who is sustaining us. We can't live one half of a minute without the air that Allah Ta'ala gives us to breathe for free. Half a minute if a person can't breathe is too much. And one minute will be gone. That Allah, we forgot, we remembered all the other relationships and we have a dry relationship in our heart that will come last in the masjid, we leave our first and feel we did all our duty. No, relationship with Allah is beyond that. We have to create that bond with our heart that we love to serve Him. 
in love to obey him and we fear displeasing him because of his displeasure. Our Rabb does not become displeased with us. This is the Mubarak month of Ramadan, this is what Allah has blessed us with this. For this we have to dedicate ourselves to sincere tawbah, excessive istighfar, leaving all the things that Allah has forbidden, turning in sincere repentance, making dua all the time, and using this time correctly. Inshallah, if we use the rest of this Mubarak month in the proper way, this will become the stepping stone for our own life of the taqwa. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala bless us all and grant us this great wealth of taqwa. Wa akhir ta'wa amanika.